Awesome. We rolling. How you doing, man? Hey, man. I'm doing all right. I just feel like my whole entire nostrils and sinuses are being attacked by pollen or something. I mean, I don't know. It's like some tree stuff, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. When this weather start changing, these trees start doing something different. Start being nasty. They start treeing different. A tree. <laughs> <laughs> and they just mess you up. Not me. But, you know, other people. Like, Wait, does it not affect you at all? Not really. Like, the only time I really ever noticed my allergies being like messed up is like when I went from San Diego and then I came back here. Oh, okay. I don't know what that was about, but yeah. that's the only time I've ever felt like my allergies killing me. Yeah, it's kind of weird because I talked to some people and they seem to have... I mean, I don't really know anyone who has zero sort of effects. Right, it seems yeah. like everyone has something at some point when the weather changes. Mm-hmm, yeah, I got like some... Um, I don't know, I guess like... Was it last year? I know I was still at Texas State, but um, my allergies were messing up and I was like very congested. Oh, well, you remember? That's like when I came back from Georgia yeah, yeah, and I was like I really that. congested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then like I went to, I got some like Sudafed or whatever. And, you know, you got to show them your ID and stuff like that. So they make sure oh, you ain't yeah. making no kind process. of drugs or whatever. And right. that helped me out a good bit. Actually, I gave you some Sudafed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, might, cool. that might help you out. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that'll help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at this point oh, for sure for sure <laughs> yeah i usually take zyrtec i took claritin and i don't know why because it never really works for me mm-hmm. um the reason why i'm like kind of i don't know how to say it it's like you get kind of foggy when you first wake up and then there's like this pressure and then i sneeze so then i'm like okay yeah it's that feeling yeah i get it every year so i i just know what it is man that but, sucks um, yeah yeah i mean once i take medicine after like the first day i'm usually good Right. So it doesn't like continually affect me. That's good. Yeah. Thank That's God. Good. <laughs> it could be much worse. Anything, anything good happening? Anything new? Um, nothing really new, honestly, besides, of course, starting the new job. Oh, you got a new job. <laughs> we work at the same place. We work so. at the same place now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Me and Terrell are working at the same place. So pew, pew, pew. Yeah. That's uh, me doing a sound effect, by the way. Pew, pew. That's not a real weapon. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, we working at the same place now, and that's very cool. Yes. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's really nice that I'm no longer in communications where I'm being spread very thin, doing eight different things at once. I can just focus on video. I can focus on editing. I can focus on wherever they need me. But it's all related to video. Right. And that is so much better than what I was doing before. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, the thing that I always like about video jobs is, you know, even though we might get, like, really busy at times and we're, like, always just working, filming, editing or something like that, there's always going to be a good bit of downtime as well. Right, for you to, like, do other things. Maybe you can, like, just chill and hang out. Maybe you can, like, just go learn something, do new pertaining to your job. You know, it's just... It's great. That's true. <laughs> I like yeah. working a video. I always hated that a lot of the times in communications, I never saw the final product of anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, can you create this for us? We're going to use it for this event or presentation. I make it. It goes out of the window. That's it. Yeah. But I don't get to see the presentation or anything. You know what I mean? And even then, it's That's not really a finished product that I would want to view anyway. So, oh, okay. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's different. It's very different when you working communications yeah communication jobs they sound they seem like they seem like they can be fun but it, i guess yeah. it depends on like the place yeah the environment for sure yeah, yeah yeah that's a big part of it and i think another part is too if you're not interested in that field if there's nothing that stands out to you mm-hmm. you know that you want to do creatively or whatever or i don't know just a skill set that you want to work on or enhance it's not really going to satisfy you at all. Oh, <laughs> you okay. Know? So it's good too. I think for me, it was a good working experience in terms of like giving me the prerequisites that I needed. Yeah. But long term, it, yeah, I was like, nah. <laughs> so I'm happy, man. I'm grateful. Very, very grateful. Grateful good. for Terrell helping me out too. That's a big part of it. So. Hey, man, I get like an a million dollar referral fee. So. A what? A million dollars. <laughs> they, they, Eric told me, he was like, yeah, if, when Nick stays here for like 90 days, you'll get a million dollars. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay, Dang. and guess what's going to happen after that? Yeah. I'm quitting this job. Well, if you got a million, I mean. Yeah, might as well quit, right? I mean, well, you got to have like a backup plan because a million doesn't really last that long when you think about it. It's going to last long enough. Long enough until what? Till I live fast and die. Oh, 
Yes, sir. <laughs> You're going out with a bang. This yeah, sounds horrible. Might as well. I don't, honestly, <laughs> Just because you got a million dollars? Like, I, I, I say this because we was watching, like, a little bit of, um... What were we watching the other night? Uh, Tony Montana? Oh, Scarface. Scarface, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we, we was watching Scarface, and I was like, this guy living a life. <laughs> He can talk to his girl however you want to. He can talk to his best friend however you want to. He can talk to police every he want to. I wonder if anybody ever noticed that with Scarface. I I like the movie. Uh, I never liked the main character. Totally oh, yeah. Dead. He's a piece of shit. He's garbage. Yeah, he's, he's terrible. I love everybody else around him pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like all the people who are involved with the story. And Sosa is really the like best character to me because he like gives him an option and says, well, I mean, he's a horrible person. He's a drug dealer. Right, yeah, but yeah. In, in terms, terms of, of being movie, a drug dealer yeah. in a movie, yeah. He's like, don't screw me over. And then that's what Tony Montana does. And it shows you about power, greed, you know, the lack of trust, mm-hmm. and, you know, the lack of loyalty. So, I mean, it's a great movie for a learning lesson. He yeah. literally becomes this big-time drug dealer and dies. Right. Like, that's a very great teaching moment. But some people miss that for if some you, reason. If you love gangster movies and you haven't seen Scarface, you need to watch Scarface. Yes. Sorry that I spoiled it. Yeah. But, I mean. Well, everybody knows that, I think. It's if really you don't famous. know the story of Scarface, then, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe you really don't movie. like gangster movies. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like for people who don't know the ending of like Terminator. It's like, well. You've seen Terminator. Right. You know, he comes back. Like, Exa- Exactly. <laughs> we got a lot of Terminators, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think he died in the first one, but it's like, then there wouldn't be a Terminator. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but that was a great learning lesson for me as a kid, you know, growing up and people glorifying like a gangster lifestyle or trying to be tough. And it's like, for me, Scarface was a great film. And it was a great movie and it had great storytelling. And I like that the main character died because it showed you when you're greedy and when you're in that lifestyle, that's the outcome. It was either that or he was going to prison. Mm-hmm. You know, it was one or the other. And then he became a drug addict. You know, he had every problem that people in that lifestyle have. But I don't know. I feel like some people try to overlook that. And I always thought it was funny when people had like Scarface shirts or oh, reference Scarface yeah. and songs. And I'm like, did you forget he's a drug addict? They like glorified <laughs> like, a horrible this lifestyle or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is pretty wild. Because I don't know. I feel like these people, they're not like wearing this because they just love the movie. They like, oh, yeah, he's a great guy. Right. I want to be like him. That's, yeah. that's pretty. That's typically how this, how this stuff goes or whatever. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny, man. Sometimes Society. people miss the miss the sort of selling point of the story yeah yeah which is uh yeah you get caught up can't beat the system man those laws are in place for a reason (laughs) true true society is weird yeah man (laughs) speaking of that we have a great segue because society can be very weird okay especially when it comes to people's expectations of outcomes okay and just like they think that they can live a certain lifestyle and kind of do what they want to do and then get results, those results aren't promised. True. And that happens often in relationships. Oh, yeah. Boom. Mic drop. That's a very good segue. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. I was kind of winging it. I was like, man, am I going to lose it at some point? <laughs> nah, nah. You're always good at doing that and putting yeah, it all man. together. <laughs> hey, I tried. Well, welcome to the Black Boundaries Podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Terrell. And today we're kind of just talking about relationships and expectations and sort of the standards that people set when they're dating. Yeah. So I think that in general, we were just kind of like, you know, having a conversation back and forth, talking about some of the things that we see in, you know, dating experience or things that we hear, whether it's on the Internet or from friends experiences. And everyone seems to be saying similar things. Mm-hmm. It's very rare that I run into a special case where it's like, oh, that does sound really complex and just happen to have a crazy outcome. Yeah. A lot of these things are fairly simple. Right. But then again, I could be oversimplifying it, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like yeah, everybody, you know, everybody, they look at things differently. And I don't know. A lot of people look at things in a sense of not having common sense. Yeah, yeah like, for sure. Because, you know, common sense not common. And, you know, everybody grew up differently. And yeah, they yeah. see things differently. And they guess they just uh, interpret things differently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which that's is true. very interesting. And, when you mix that in with dating, it just, I don't know, it just, it just becomes weird. Yeah. I think what we've seen 
is just like any sort of, I guess, political conversation or social conversation where the height of it is nonsense mm-hmm. and it's kind of ridiculous that we're even discussing it. Yeah. But then at the core of that, when you start getting into the actual, like, I hate that term meat and potatoes, but you're getting into the actual <laughs> the meat core and potatoes of the subject. Of it. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. It's like old man. That's not something our, our manager would say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. You get into the deeper subject matter and then you see where the problems start. And I think everyone has expectations for dating and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, mm-hmm. we just want to make that very clear. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with having expectations. It's almost like your first day of school. You're going to have like, oh, I'm assuming that I'm going to have these type of classes. I'm assuming that I'm going to have these type of friends. Maybe I'll meet people like this, you know, depending on where you are and the curriculum, the class, everything. But once you get into it, you start to realize, oh, here's all the things I expected and here's what's different. Right. And you adapt based on that environment. But you don't try to change the curriculum. Mm-hmm. You don't try to change like the formula. <laughs> it's just that's the way that it is. Right. So when it comes to dating, it's interesting because people have high expectations or things that they perceive in their mind as things to look for in a relationship. And then when it doesn't work or it doesn't meet their expectations, they they almost want to throw it all out of the window, which is crazy because it's like, oh, let me get rid of the curriculum since I don't understand any of it. And it didn't benefit me the way that I expected it to. And it's like, no, it's a learning experience. You have to go through those challenges and you have to adapt. Yeah. So, so when you say people like this, throw it all out, what do you mean by that? So what I mean by that is a lot of people will shoot themselves in the foot. A lot of people will. I'll, I'll just use an example. So my tattoo artist was telling me about this thing that he saw on social media where I guess maybe she was just salty. But a female had mentioned if we're dating you can't wear slides in public. <laughs> and it's like, okay, if this is the bar that you're setting, your priorities are pretty wild. A right. lot of people wear slides. It's popular to wear them. They're Damn comfortable. Damn they're near easy everybody. to put on. Yeah. yeah. Everyone wears them from freaking Mark Zuckerberg to every rapper that you know of. Right. <laughs> like everyone yeah. wears them. They're comfortable. So it's almost like Crocs. Like that's how I feel like how popular slides are when Crocs first came out. Right. Or Vans. Yeah. It's like it's hard not to see them in public. Yeah. But in my mind, if this is your priority is starting off with something material that people wear that is literally just like something that's comfort, you know, comfortable or comforting for them. It kind of makes me question your other standards. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, now maybe it was just kind of like a joking thing. I I could totally see it being that. But it seemed from the messaging that it was a very serious sort of point that was being made. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean by people kind of throwing other things out of the window. What if you meet a great guy? Meets all your expectations, financially stable, same belief system, boom. And he decides, yeah, I'm going to throw these on. We're just going to the movies. Right. And she's like, no, I don't care if we're going to be sitting in the dark for two hours. I don't want you wearing them at all. It's like, it's the freaking movie theater. He's not going to dinner. He's not going to meet your parents. You know, that's that's very silly. That's that's so silly. You know, to that example, another crazy example is I was telling you how um, these, um, People, they be like talking to each other on a dating app. Then right. they move over to text. Then somebody be like, oh, your texts are green. You don't have an iPhone? Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm, I'm sure this is like a rare case of like something crazy happening in terms of dating. But, you know, right. people have been turned down for having Android phones. Yes. When, you know, all phones are the same as long as we can communicate. Right. I'm okay. Right. (laughs) I don't care what kind of phone you got. Yeah. And the thing is, like you said, is rare. But the crazy part is the fact that it happened in the first place. Right. That's the crazy part. It's almost like when you see something like a certain type of crime and then people go, well, I mean, that doesn't happen that often. That only affects, you know, 2% of the population. But isn't that enough? Like, it's ridiculous enough for it to even affect those people. So that's what makes me question things, because. The slides are just one example. The text of somebody turning somebody down because they have an Android is one example. But then it kind of filters into everything else, whether it's relative to finances or where you stand in terms of your career or really just your title, what you call yourself or what you do. And that's where things get a little bit more complex. Now, once again, don't get rid of your standards. I'm not saying throw it all away, but... What I think is people have things in their mind in terms of like someone fitting 100% of what they want. Mm -hmm. And if they don't get that, then it's almost like a huge letdown for them rather than just seeing the good of, hey, 
I got 70% of what I wanted, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I got 60%. Like, it's... It's it's wild because, like, nobody is ever going to be 100% of everything that you want. And if you do find that, great, but it's not likely to find that. Yeah. Like, at all. And then you have to think, if if that person is 100% of what you want, are you 100% of what they want? True. That's a good question. That's true as well. Yeah. Because do you want to be the person who and it's not a competition, but it's like, are you the best fit for that person? What if they meet 100 percent of what you want, but you only meet 40 percent of what they want? Mm -hmm. Don't they have the right to be like, you know, what? I don't want this. I'm going to walk away because you would do the same thing if it were the other way around. It's going to be a big letdown for you. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know, it's good. You know, because we always like talk about this thing of like not compromising and stuff like that. And, Mm -hmm. you know. That's that's pretty much what relationship is already like compromising on certain things, you know, whether that yeah. be something your partner does. Maybe your partner snores or something like that and you hate that or they s- smack when they eat or something like yeah. that, you know. Yeah. But For other sure. than that, they're great. Yeah. I would compromise on stuff like that. For sure. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> there's there's a part of you that has to realize, am I really going to separate myself from the dating market and other people just based on these things and for how long? Because mm-hmm. over a period of time, you're going to realize either that you have really just shallow views of people. Right. <laughs> and it comes off as almost transactional where you're not focusing on the importance of connecting with the person, which is supposed to be the point of a relationship. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah. to grow together. Of course, there's a romantic element. There's the element of like having somebody who's a friend, but then also someone who comforts you and they're there for you. So there's all these different dynamics. And I feel like everything should have some point of compromise, even if it's not initially maybe where you're like, oh, I'll just accept everything. It happens over a period of time. Right. But if you don't give it time, yeah, you're going to miss out. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, for sure. A lot of people are missing out, man. Yeah, that's true. And it's crazy. Cause like some people, they stay with like, they stay with like terrible people. Mm-hmm. It's because they look good. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. They're just like that vain. That's a good point. <laughs> and that's a different form of being vain because some people will say, well, I could have dated a guy with more money. Or mm-hmm. I could have dated him for these reasons. And it's kind of an excuse, you know, because right. it's like, well, you're still missing the fact that you're you're allowing that person to treat you a certain way or you're with that person because they're good looking and it seems less bad when they do it. Mm-hmm. But if someone did the same exact thing but wasn't as attractive, it would be a problem. You know, in, in like in terms of um, like just looking good in general, like even like aside from dating, like if you look good, you kind of like just get away with a lot of stuff murder like yeah yeah, just in terms of like you have like you typically have like more friends or whatever you just do better in the workplace yeah just because you look attractive and that's just how and i'm that's that's for like men and women that's men and women yeah across the board (laughs) for sure it's very it's crazy it's crazy (laughs) the fact that like when you really think about letting somebody go because they did something to you like let's say that somebody hit you or something like that Mm -hmm. it could be an attractive person and you're like you know what she was really upset she was really upset excuses yeah yeah you start making excuses just emotional state just crazy i get it it happens Mm -hmm. but if someone else does it to you and don't find them attractive you're like i want the police immediately (laughs) i want them locked up like yeah it's so crazy i think about that show i don't know if you remember i think it used to come on abc called what would you do yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. yep they would basically (laughs) set up a camera and have actors basically in public places do a scenario so it could be like an attractive girl who seems to be stealing a bike. So there's a bike on a bike rack. It's got the lock and she's got like a saw or something like that, like a little (laughs) handheld saw. And you see her sawing off the lock. And of course people are going to stop and they're like, Hey, like, is that your bike? Did you lose the key? Like they're asking questions. Yeah. And when it was an attractive female, they they had a girl who was like 21 or something like that. She was kind of dressed like a college student and guys would, actually not only let her do it mm-hmm. but help yeah yeah, yeah. they come over and be like oh yeah let me help you do that yeah i understand you could lose your lock and then the girl would it's crazy because the responses were so common yeah and just like casual that they actually had to tell the actress in the headset like hey you have to imply that you're stealing it so say something like well it's not really mine but it's been here for a while right yeah. so then she would say that and then the guys would like laugh it off and keep on helping or they'd be like oh yeah 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 if it's been here for like a long time it's fine right and help them commit a crime yo it's crazy because like 
guys are more desperate when it comes to like, you know, <laughs> like helping out attractive women or whatever. Yeah, you know, you know they yeah. don't care like what it is. They probably right. help them get away with murder. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they're just can, like that desperate. I, I wish that I, I could remember the more details from the episode, but I'm I'm assuming that they did something where they probably had like a park ranger or someone come over and be like, "Hey, what are you all doing?" You know, and try to catch it in the scenario. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do remember one part, which is that they switched them out. And put a young man in there. Mm-hmm. You can guess his skin color. Right. <laughs> and boy, oh boy, people were like coming from other sides of the park. They would like see him over near the bikes with the saw and come from other sides of the park. Like, hey, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like running over. Yeah. Like people with their dogs just minding their business, eating ice cream, all just decided to stop in an uproar to make sure he was like condemned. Yeah. And pointing him out to other people. Like, hey, do you see this guy? He's clearly still in this bike. Like. You know, but it was crazy. That's the one episode that I remember I was like... I remember episode two, yeah. Yeah, that one was like really popular. And man, that was the craziest episode. But it goes to show you, like you said, it's a lot of people are desperate. They're desperate and attractive people are put on pedestals. Mm -hmm. You know? It's pretty silly. I don't know. I don't know why society is like that. Like, treat unattractive people pretty badly and attractive people... Nicely, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you, we see, like um, how these serial killers are praised or whatever. Like, um, right, right. Who's that one serial killer that's said to be like really attractive? Uh, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Yeah. Ashley was not that attractive of a guy, but anyways, I guess for the time, maybe he was attractive. But, <laughs> he was very odd looking. You no, know, I, I know what attractive man when I see one. <laughs> right, right. We'll give it to <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, he wasn't. If he, were. he wasn't it. He wasn't yeah. it. But you know, he's like seen as like the most attractive serial killer, and all these women were coming up to like visit him and stuff like that and it's right, it just right. like what this guy yeah. was like killing people and would kill you for it's nothing like, <laughs> yeah the women that were coming to visit him and, would get killed by and, him and he's attractive to you that's what you like what yeah it's so silly it's kind of like that male model who was oh, a gang member yeah i think he was like a crip or something but yeah there was like a attractive male model he was all over social media good looking dude not mm-hmm. a bad looking dude right. at all I don't remember what he was in jail for, but it was some, you know, crimes (laughs) that he had committed. I mean, he admitted to it. Right. But yeah, he ends up getting out of jail. And when he got out of jail, he had a freaking modeling career set up. And this guy's doing all types of stuff. I still see him on Pinterest. He pops up. I'll be looking at diesel clothes or like different brands. And I'm like, oh, this dude, I forgot about him. Yeah. See him on, um, I don't know. I really, I never see him on like high end sites. I probably see him on something like. Sheen or something like that. I don't know. Casual. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing, nothing high He was end. dating some sort of like, uh, I don't know, some important person's daughter, something like that. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Apparently yeah. he's been dating a, a lot of women. Right. <laughs> so that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's one of his problems. <laughs> he can't stay still. But <laughs> right. you give enough. I mean, once again, they gave him the power, the money, the attention. Like, what do you expect? And he's probably been getting away with that his whole life being an attractive guy. Oh, right. You know what I mean? So it's like not only did he get a career, but I mean, who knows what else he's probably done just in everyday life where someone's like, eh, not that big of a deal. I got to call the police on him. He's handsome. Just just imagine getting like stopped by like a cop or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you're like a really, really attractive man. And the cop's just like, oh, you were speeding, but... You're a good guy. You're a good guy. Yeah. I'm gonna let this one slide. Let this one slide. Get back on the road, yeah. handsome. Get out of here. <laughs> Here's my number. Right. <laughs> Here's my number. Oh my god, that's hilarious. If you need help out of any trouble, I'm your guy. <laughs> Just flashing his badge. <laughs> badge number. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm kind of dirty too. <laughs> He just lets them know up front. I'll let you get away with stuff. <laughs> oh, man. That's so true. But it is, it's crazy because even when you think about celebrities and some of the things that the same celebrities have done mm-hmm. and people, you know, criticize one person versus another. And it's it's interesting, too, because I'm not really into the whole like pop culture is very cheesy to me in pop culture when people are very like sexualized and centralized not that they shouldn't be allowed to do it at all i just think that it's been done to death so right yeah when i see someone doing something like let's give an example of lizzo mm-hmm. very provocative you know material things that she puts out and people jump on her really really fast they jump on her quickly when she does something now i understand yeah. Some things that she has done, it's just not the right setting. Like the whole thing at the Lakers game, 
Probably not the That's best environment because it yeah. is the Lakers game. Right. <laughs> it's like there's families, there's kids. I understand that. Now, what she does in her performances on stage or public appearances, yeah, I mean, people show up on the red carpet with barely any clothes on. Right. So it's very understandable, especially after the stuff Miley Cyrus did at the VMAs. We should just drop the whole act of like we're offended by inappropriate yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. But like a Meg Thee Stallion could wear something or do something sensual or whatever. Now, you do have people who criticize her. But not to the same extent of Lizzo, and it makes you question why. And I think, I we, think all we know, know why. why. Yeah, <laughs> we, like, we know why. Well, one person has a body shape that's popular and ideal, mm-hmm. and someone else has a body shape that a lot of people are advocating for, but still, unfortunately, is like very it's, taboo, it's still not like very the, looked down on, the norm just, or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't fit the norm. So I think about that too. Like, what are my personal biases, or what is it that people look at? What do people pay attention to? And I think it's a little hypocritical, and this goes back to the dating, because I understand it's not fair to judge Lizzo or to even judge Meg Thee Stallion in that sense. Those are artists. That's what they do. To me, it's very Hollywood, so I expect it. It doesn't really matter who does it. Mm-hmm. You know, It's almost like an expected thing that celebrities do when they reach a certain status or they're trying to appeal to a certain audience. That's their thing. But what I don't understand is people will actually defend Lizzo. Whereas if there's a rapper or some other artist who's short, less attractive, whatever it may be, it's almost like no one defends them. Mm. You know, they're like, this is very blah, 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 you know, short man syndrome or have these like negative things to say. (laughs) And it's almost like there's no pushback or fight. Like when people clown Bow Wow, for example, they'll talk about his height. They'll talk about how he looks. They'll talk about his mental state. They'll talk about anything about this guy. And yeah, you do have some people supporting him. But man, it's... The statistics, you know. It's oh yeah, like, like men really don't get like offend. I'm say get defended or whatever. Yeah, you know, they're just kind of just like, eh, he's a man. So the only man I know who can gets take any it. form of defense is Kanye. And, oh, <laughs> and Kanye, I don't know why. Kanye does get a lot of. <laughs> he gets a defense. lot of defense. Yeah, but think about how That's much music true. he had to put out. This man had to do fashion, music, design. He had to do a lot of stuff to get away with what Honestly, he gets away with. Kanye West, he's basically a fucking legend. Yeah, I mean, he's like a billionaire. He's a legend. So, he's a, a musical innovator. Yeah. So he had to do a lot just to get away with, you know, yeah. the ridiculous stuff that it, he does. I'm not saying that I agree with it it's at pretty all. Well, yeah, no, yeah. the stuff he's been saying now, I don't agree with it at all. It's, cause, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy because it's like, usually with Kanye, I'm kind of like, eh, I guess, you know, he can have his, like, own different political opinions or right. what have you. But the stuff you've been saying lately is kind of different from politics and stuff like that. It's kind oh, of just, yeah. like, it's yeah. basically just racism. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when people got mad about the Trump hat, I was like, well, people support their political campaigns and parties all the time. Right. When I saw him hugging Trump and, like, saying that he was a father figure, that's when I started getting weirded out. I was like, yeah, okay, that's when that, you really just... That's very strange. You just, like, pander into... Yeah. To the to the right at that point. <laughs> right. I mean, that would be weird even if you heard about like, oh, Drake was like hugging Obama when he was in office and like saying he was a father figure. It would still be a little weird because mm-hmm. it would seem forced. Right. So either way, it, it kind of seems iffy, but it just goes to show you like what people can get away with and the things that they have to do. Like, I, I don't know, man. Even when people talk about like his relationship with Kim Kardashian. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of interesting to me that a lot of people were focusing on Kanye being with her and them being married. And it's like, of course, the praise that every typical, you know, famous couple gets, right? Mm-hmm. Like everybody's like, oh, they're so amazing. We're so happy, whatever. But when it comes to controversial things, I always thought that it was interesting that people pointed out the things that Kanye was doing early on before, like in their relationship. Yeah. And it was almost like he was getting critiqued before he started saying all this crazy stuff. Oh, yeah, he was just because he was like just because dating a Kardashian. Right. There you you go. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. It's like men. It's kind of interesting when I think about a men's like a man's point of view or men's perspectives, because I don't know if guys really understand that the stuff that they're dealing with is being pointed out from almost every angle. Mm -hmm. And once again, I can be biased because I'm a guy. So I'm thinking about it from a male perspective. But I wonder why when it comes to critiquing. It's like women not only get away with murder, they get away with everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah, like yeah. you almost can't keep up with how many things they get away with. Yeah, that's true. They can definitely like bounce back from things. Yeah, because Kim Kardashian is still seen as very classy to a degree, high status, 
No one, I mean, of course, people criticize her to death about the past sex tape and all that stuff. Right. But I don't know. I've, I've yet to see people really remove her or be like, we should get rid of her. Mm. Like, that's not really a thing. And, and you know, I, I just, I kind of just think that's just like a white woman thing in general. You know, that's a good point. Yeah, if she was like a, I don't think a black woman would have became famous for a sex tape, you know, at the time and stuff like that. Oh, Very I, good point. I don't see <laughs> Very that. good point. Yeah, I, I guess that's a little rough to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. That'd be wild. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty crazy. I hated it when people try to make it seem like her dad was just so famous. I'm like, he was a lawyer. Like, <laughs> I thought this guy was like a basketball Bro, player. How, or something. Like, how famous can a lawyer be? Right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know any lawyers now. Right. Like, the only lawyer I know is John Kip, Cochran. Kip Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think she was. She not even really like a lawyer though. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she trying to like. She was trying to be one at one point. I don't know if she still is. Yeah. Who knows how that'll turn out? Hopefully she doesn't, man. <laughs> if she doesn't, then yeah, no one can say anything. Yeah. She she done did it all at that point. <laughs> right. I can't tell Kim nothing. Yeah, but kind of back to the dating, I think with expectations and the way that people approach things, it's, it's almost like people are ignoring what's obvious. And I think that people know that their standards have to change, mm-hmm. but they're being hard-headed. Right, That's what yeah. it feels like, at least. Yeah, and like, you know me, like, I'm like on the Reddit forums a lot of stuff like that. I'm always right, like right. looking at people's like dating stories, so they're always pretty funny. I've been like, yeah, you shared I, some great stories. <laughs> I always see things of like, um, it's pretty annoying to see, but it's like short guys just be like complaining, telling about some man, this girl turned me down because I'm short. Or I can't get any dates because I'm short or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it sucks or whatever. But that's just the way it is. I mean, you, you'll, st- you'll still be able to find whoever is for you, even if you're short, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm five foot five. I do it all the time. But <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, now there's like also stories where like short guys would be like, oh man, I just like when they were like this five uh, five foot nine five foot nine yeah yeah five foot nine oh, okay yeah I don't know I think I'm saying that it wrong. sounds it weird it sounds weird five, man, foot, five nine. foot nine. <laughs> I went on a date with like this five foot nine girl and it was so great. She said she wants to go out again and everybody's like, good job, man. Then once you like read in the comments, you'll see like girls be like, oh yeah, I'm like five foot 11 and I'm, my boyfriend is like five, eight or whatever. And yeah. and then you'll see like a bunch of tall girls saying how they're dating short men or have dated short men and have no problem with it. And then you had this one girl, she said, yeah, I used to be like one of those height supremacists or whatever, but you know, I just ended up changing my mind when I went on a date with a short guy and it was perfectly fine yeah it's just experience man <laughs> it's experience people set up standards before they have the experiences yeah mm-hmm. and that's very scary to me <laughs> and yeah and you know i think it's just like i don't like how how society has put things out there in general like um in terms of like what we see in movies or whatever it's always just oh, like yeah. a tall man and a petite small woman or whatever yeah you know? it's just, it's just stuff like that and people be like oh yeah that's that's the ideal thing that's what i should be shooting for right right that's so true and then you start to look and you start to look at people in stores and in public look at the people that you observe every day mm-hmm. that's my thing i always hear people talk about these things kind of like we were talking about the standard body it's it's interesting because i see skinny people who are in relationships i see big people in relationships i don't there's really no one that i don't see you know, unless yeah, it's something yeah, that's yeah. just more rare, like a condition or a disability. Maybe I just don't see it visually, but it's just interesting to me that people act as if these things are somehow impossible mm-hmm. or that they don't exist. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. What what values are really important? Like, yeah, your spiritual beliefs are important. Your religion. Yeah, that's important stuff. But you got to be willing to compromise when it comes to certain things, because if I meet someone who's really attractive and the one quality that I don't like about them prevents me from like dating them or pursuing them to me that's like i don't know it, i think at some point i would start thinking to myself well am i really doing this because it's important to me and i just don't want to compromise on it or is it because of standards of society and it's not even really my point of view uh-huh. you know because a lot of people lean on what they've heard or what other people say and it's not even their own perspective right man that's very true yeah you know, people just going off of what other people will think it reminds me or of do. when you start reading things on the internet and girls will say to other girls, hey, you shouldn't take that from this guy. He didn't do blah, blah, blah on your first date. And then they get oh, in their head. Oh, yeah. And then they start questioning things like, dang, maybe he doesn't like me. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> it's like true. someone will share a positive message just 
being like, man, I had a really great date or my husband did this for me or whatever. And then they'll be like, wait a minute, he did that for you, but he didn't do it for your sister. This is <laughs> right. you, Don't you have a sister? She should have. And it's like, it's this crazy thing where people pick everything apart and they don't even live that way. Uh-huh. They don't even share those experiences. Right. Yeah, yeah. But they're so quick to critique things that they forget. Like you're speaking out of turn, <laughs> you know, like, celebrities always thought it was funny when they would go to Oprah for advice about dating and I'm like who's Oprah married to? (laughs) What does Oprah have going on? (laughs) You're asking a single person about relationships. Very interesting. It is pretty interesting. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like just once you get to like a certain age people be like they got the knowledge. Yeah. yeah. They got the knowledge. You know a thing or two. It's it's certain older (laughs) people that I would not go to for knowledge. Oof. That's very true. Because they're pretty. That is very true. You you, you can be like an old person and experience in life still. Yes. (laughs) I hate it when people throw out the age factor. Yes. Because I hear people say, some people get married too young. Mm -hmm. Or they'll say things like, oh, they got married too late. And it's like, well, who's dictating these relationships? Right. Who's policing this? Right. Yeah. yeah. We got like a a counter or something like that. I didn't know that. (laughs) And I don't know, man. Every single time I hear about divorce people giving advice, I'm like, unless you're telling people things to avoid in terms of ways that you may end up divorced, mm-hmm. I probably don't want to listen to your marriage advice. Because it's like, oh, I don't know, you don't have the best record. That's very true. <laughs> yeah, I would not listen to somebody's advice who didn't have a successful relationship. <laughs> Imagine someone failing a test and then telling you how to pass it. Mm-hmm. So, well, did you retake it? No. no. <laughs> if they told me that they that the teacher told them some stuff. Right, right. This is why you you failed. Or, you know, even like going back to the divorce person, they was like, yeah, I was in therapy. Then I'm like, okay, so you learned something. Right. Right. But a lot of times people don't even take that knowledge and they don't or not knowledge, but they don't try to like gain knowledge from their failure. Oh, true. Or they just kind of keep on continuing on with life. I'm like, no, you got to you got to get to like the bottom of this. Yeah. Right. And I love that you say that because that's the same thing with dating. People will date and not learn from the date. Oh, right. They'll date the same type of people over and over. These, Mm -hmm. you know, people with super high standards or they'll date somebody who just has really bad characteristics, but they keep chasing those type of people. Right. And a lot of it is based off of attraction. Mm -hmm. Like you said, they'll see a picture of a beautiful person or an attractive person and be like, oh, they seem like my ideal type. No, they don't. You just like them because they're attractive mm-hmm. and you keep on running into people with bad qualities because you're not looking for the right things. Yeah, that's why I like online dating is kind of like like, well, swipe online dating is kind of like bad because people do have like profiles, but mainly people are just like looking at their um, pictures or whatever and they'd be like, for sure. oh, yeah, they're attractive. Swipe right. Let's yep. get a match going on just because you're attractive. You yeah, know, it's not because they had something like very provocative or thought or thought evoking in their mm-hmm. bio or something like that. You know, yeah, that's true. It's pretty. It's, people want the entire look, and then they see the look, and then they're like, "Okay, then that should complete everything." Mm-hmm. And that's just like, I mean, the surface level. It's yeah. literally the surface. Like you're looking at a person, but you know nothing about them. Exactly. You don't even know what they sound like. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like usually when I talk to people like online, it's kind of just I like talk to them for like maybe like three to five days. Right. Just to like get like a picture of like who they are as a person. Mm-hmm. Then like, you know, you can only sell so much from like talking online. So then, you know, you got to like meet in person. Right. And, you know, right. Um, you got to go on a couple of dates to see if there's like a fit or whatever, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, I use the example too, like with me being in a relationship with Nia, my girlfriend, it's not like she checked off every single box. Mm-hmm. And I know that I didn't check off every single box for her. <laughs> right. But I realized what was important. It's like, okay, we share the same beliefs. We have a lot of the same morals and things that we grew up with in terms of values, just having, you know, decency and ethics. And then I also looked at her being around my friends, how she treats them, how she speaks to them, how she speaks to her friends, the relationships that she has. And that stood out to me more than just attraction right because you know before we were friends and yeah i did i was like yeah she's attractive and things like that but as i got to know her more started to develop but it would be a lie if i was like oh yeah just 100 percent off the bat Mm -hmm. i was all in no not at all right (laughs) it's not true at all and you do have to compromise because i mean you're around so you witness the things that we differ on whether it Mm -hmm. comes to like 
cooking or whether it comes to like small lifestyle differences or even the way that I like to organize things. I'm very particular about how things should be organized. (laughs) So it could be the smallest differences or maybe we don't use some of the same products, but I'm not going to be upset about those things and let them take away from the relationship Uh because at some point I was like, okay. There's things that I have problems with or things that I don't really like, but I feel like we can work on them. Right. And we can improve those things over a period of time. So it's interesting when people aren't willing to do the work and it's like, well, that's really what a relationship is. It's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's great because it's kind of like the the differences that I've seen that y'all have had. People would have like broken up. Oh, for sure. And like, you know, they're not even they're like. It's like petty shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how like some people like won't like, you know, try to find that in between or try to like just figure out how to make it work. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing too, because for me, and this I guess could be like a deeper point, but like she didn't have, you know, much dating experience. Mm-hmm. And to me, I was kind of worried about that. And a lot of people disqualify people for that because they're like, Well, if you don't know how to behave or, you know, some of the expectations for a relationship, then you're not prepared for it. Right. But to me, I'm like, that's a little silly because when do they ever get the opportunity? True. And it's like, wouldn't you rather kind of go through the process and figure out if it can work rather than being like, well, I know that it won't because they don't know people well enough in the dating world. It's like, what? That's that's a little crazy to me. (laughs) You know, what's wild about that. I was talking to like one of my good friends last Mm -hmm. night. And she was telling me she's a virgin and she was telling me she's date she's dated like two guys and they didn't want to be with her until she wasn't a virgin anymore. And but they didn't want to take the responsibility of like, you know, taking her virginity because they I I think they're kind of like assuming she's going to get like super attached or something like that just because she's like the first. So I'm like. I'm like, it don't sound like these guys really want want a relationship. Right. Because and, why would you be worried about attachment if you want a relationship? That's what you would want. Right. Yeah. Some form of I'm attachment. Like, 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 what's the deal? Yeah. Like, I was like, that's very silly. And that's like, uh, I can't fathom that take that these guys have. Because it's like, crazy. if I want to be in a relationship with you and you are like, and, you, and you're like a virgin, you eventually tell me that you want to have sex. I'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah. Let's, let's do this now. I like you. Um, I, I want to be with you. Cool. If someone did turn someone down, then I would have to think the same thing. Like, don't do the thing that would make us connected as a couple. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. They, they sound, they're trying to like, <laughs> they're trying to avoid attachments. They're just trying to have fun or whatever. Right, right. And, Bad intentions. And but they, they, they still tell her that they want a relationship. Yeah, a lie. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> man, that Yo, is crazy. That was crazy. Yeah. That's interesting. And I think, too, when people do have a lot of dating experience, it can go both ways because some people have zero dating experience. And that can be bad because they just have really no expectations to go off of or Mm -hmm. really any sort of things that they've worked through and tried to change and how to approach it. So they almost have to, like, freestyle it and kind of figure out as they go. A lot of times people, they'll probably go off for, like, what they've seen from their parents. Right. Probably is not the best thing to go off of. Yes. Sometimes. Very true. Yeah. And then you have the people on the other extreme who have dated a ton and they almost do it as if it's like routine for them. Mm -hmm. So then they just kind of go through the process and then they're like, oh, well, I was in this relationship. They may not be saying this vocally, but in their mind, they're thinking about their past relationships and expectations and like, no, this should be this way. And they become like really critical Mm -hmm. or just like really, how do I say it? just overbearing in a sense. Right. Because it's like, no, this is the way that it should be. I should know kind of attitude. Yeah, that, is, that is pretty crazy. Yeah, you got these people that's like a serial monogamous who basically right, they just right. get into it. They're basically never single. Never. Pretty much. Or they're single for yeah. like a short amount of time and mm-hmm. they want all these relationships to like be the same, but they're yeah. not all going to be the same. You're not going to do like this special thing that you did with this other person with this person yeah y'all gonna have to come with with like your own things to do Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like you know you might do the same things but maybe not yeah and i remember (laughs) i mean me and nia had that conversation like we shouldn't base things off of what we observe from other people Mm -hmm. rather just of course learn from people's experiences to a degree but not use that as the forefront of a relationship right because once you fail those expectations or don't meet them then it's like well, what did we do wrong? It's like, well, we took the wrong approach. You were putting a template on a relationship. That's Mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like they don't have a template. You just do what y'all agree upon doing. Right. And it's always different. (laughs) And if it's nothing that's like hindering each other, nothing that's like super serious to the point where it will compromise the relationship, then it's not that serious. Mm -hmm. You know, 
And I always say that too. I'm always like the things that we go through, whether it's arguments, disagreements, personal things, I'd rather work through them because I find that it's worth it with the relationship that we have versus going back out into dating and trying to do that same thing over and over. Cause to me, that's not worth it. Cause I care about her, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, I'm, I'm done with that. That's in the past for mm-hmm. me, you know, but I feel like so many people have a door open, <laughs> like an escape. Yeah. <laughs> and they almost act as if, well, you know, I could do better mm-hmm. or, you know, that I could find someone else. And to me, that's really insidious. That's like, yeah, kind of dark, you it's, know, yeah, that's pretty. It's like you're kind of using a person at that point. Yeah, That's pretty lame. Yeah. Just to be like, especially people who throw it in people's face. Like I could do better. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like yeah, okay. I, can, I can leave you anytime and find somebody else. I'm like, who man, does this? Somebody ever told me that. I'd be like, all right, see you. <laughs> right? What a psycho. Like, just because you told me that like, <laughs> it ain't no coming back from that for me, with me. <laughs> no, not at all. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard people say these things. I've got to show you someone. I oh, heard this recently. Okay. I've heard this recently. So my friend was telling me about a girl who cheated on her boyfriend, basically. Mm-hmm. But she said that he should have just walked away from the situation and not been upset and had a whole argument because it basically came out through text. So mm. when she got exposed, she's like, he should have just walked away and been a man about it. <laughs> And it's like, wait, so he can't be emotional or upset or argue with you because he's frustrated? Thank you. That's exactly what I said. I was like, wouldn't it be kind of strange if he was just like, oh, cool, and left? Unless he was masking it, it would be really strange. It would be like, oh, he never really cared. But if he expresses that, of course, he's frustrated that you cheated. You'd be like, what the heck? You know, Mm -hmm. you would question those things. Now, what's funny is she goes, there's another guy that I could have had. And I actually turned him down previously. So I was doing him a favor. Oh, what? Which is crazy. But wait until you see the guy. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my goodness. Now, when I first heard it initially, I heard that he was a rapper and that he was associated with the big name artist like Future or something like that. I'm I'm like 90 percent sure it was Future. So when I heard that, I was like, oh, man, this guy's probably like in his entourage, some sort of big name dude. Yeah, probably well known, well known. So I go onto the profile and I see him and he's not quite what I thought he would be. Oh, (laughs) man. He's not quite the individual that I thought he would be. But hey, we all have different types. We all have different standards. But I'm just going to show you a quick image of of the guy. So Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm looking at this picture, guys, and it's something else. That's very interesting. He's decorated. He's decorated. He looks very sloppy. Sloppy looking guy. And he, yeah, he doesn't look uh, like the ideal type. And it's kind of funny because if you're going to throw something in someone's face and you're being shallow already. That's my main point is that she was being shallow, like, oh, I could have had someone better than you. He actually had money and he was hitting on me. So she's already being shallow. Right. But then you see the guy and it's like, I thought it was Brad Pitt or something. (laughs) Like From seeing this picture, I know why you didn't pick that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was Michael B. Jordan or something. He is the stereotypical unattractive guy, but just happens to have money, which, hey, nothing's wrong with that. But it's like. Why would you go based off of somebody having possessions or having things to say why your boyfriend shouldn't be upset right. that you cheated? Yeah. But I told him, I was telling my friend, all I hear is that she's a terrible person who doesn't have morals and standards. Mm-hmm. Because I think anybody knows if you do something, if you agreed upon it, that you guys are going to have an open relationship, see other people, that's fine. But if you set the standard that you guys are going to be committed to one another and not do anything outside of your relationship in terms of like exploring other options or, you know, any form of sexual activity and engaging with other people. Once you break that trust, that breaks the moral and the code of whatever you set as a standard for your relationship. Mm -hmm. So at that point, to me, it's like you don't have any morals and you're going around telling the story about how you don't have morals. Yeah, that's crazy to me. That is crazy. And then to say that you were doing someone a favor like that's really ah, doing you a favor by dating you. Yeah. Even though you was doing all this stuff for me and it was pretty amazing. And right. I cheated on you because I took you for granted. And <laughs> right. I really want you she's back just, now. She's just going through the whole scenario. Yeah. <laughs> but the funny part is, too, I thought that this was an interesting point. This is a rapper's associate, right? Mm-hmm. So think about this. Not only did she think he was an option, but that guy didn't want to date her. 
This rapper doesn't want to be in a relationship. No, this guy's. He wants to smash back. Yeah, he is. <laughs> He's exploring his options being like a rapper who has money. Right. But it's just funny because in her mind, He's an actual dating option, but it, that's not what it was at all. It's, it's funny because like even if like they like would have dated, he most likely would have stepped out just and like she did, did. just yeah. like she did, right? And you can't be mad because you've done it too. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say when people start to throw out the curriculum, that's what I mean. They they set standards sometimes and get into relationships, and then they start to compromise the relationship and act surprised. Right? So like you can't be surprised if you aren't even fully in it for the right reasons. Right? You know? That's true. But it just goes to show you, man, some people out there, man. It's crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, like I said before, common sense. People don't have morals. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, they just listening to the media or whatever's on the internet or whatever. Whoever's talking right. about it the loudest, that's what they're listening to. For sure. <laughs> and yeah. usually the people yeah. who have like very like negative things to say about stuff who are the loudest on the internet. <laughs> yep. I agree. <laughs> I think everyone should have certain standards for themselves. That would be my advice is to have some standards that are priorities. And by right. priorities, I mean, put them in order from the top of it being your actual, you know, health, your well-being, your mental state, all the way down to slides in public. Bro, like <laughs> literally write this stuff down. Make yes. a list. A lot of people don't be writing anything down. They just be going out there not knowing what they want or what they want to do. Yeah, that's true. Write it down. Talk you to You can't walk therapist. around like that. Yes, yes. Yeah. Talk to like a therapist, a counselor. Right. Somebody. Get advice from professionals. Stop talking Professional, to these yes. random people on the internet about dating experiences on Reddit. Yes. You know, <laughs> you got to get yeah. some professional help. Exactly. Don't be looking, don't be listening to Shade Room or oh my gosh, no. whatever Facebook posts or nope. Reddit. <laughs> they will mislead you. Oh my goodness. Yeah, because whatever they're talking about is not the norm. It's, right. It's bad. <laughs> yeah. And improve yourself. Work on yourself. Think about things that you may have done at a certain time that probably weren't the best approach for a relationship or things that you would want to work on and actually work towards bettering yourself mm-hmm. and prepare yourself for a relationship. So when opportunities come along, you have your standards set in place and you can find someone who may not check off every box once again, but you can figure out what's important and what's actually going to give you the longevity of a relationship versus this surface level kind of material stuff. You know, right. put all that to the side. Think about the person that you want to be when you're 80. Right. Think about that. Think about the future. Don't just focus on now because the things that are affecting us now probably won't even be around. And I'm pretty sure if they are, they'll be way different from the standards that we have today. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah for real. Like, I don't know. Hoping for the new standard will be like a... Uh, I like guys with nice thumbs. <laughs> I got some pretty nice thumbs. You just put your thumbs me. all over the internet. <laughs> Check out these bad boys. <laughs> only, only fans for thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. The media will change. Society will change. But your standards and your morals should be consistent. So yeah. think about what you really want. And think about if you really want a relationship. Some people date just to date. Think about if you should actually be in a relationship, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of like... Should I be in like a serious relationship? Right. You know, you can like just date casually or whatever if you want to. That's out there. Yeah. Let, 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 let that be known, though, that that's, that's yes. what you're doing. Don't just <laughs> Please be put it out there. dating somebody and be like, oh, this is casual. And they just think it's serious or something like that. That'd be right. crazy. Right. Goes back to having morals. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. Morals. Yep. Don't yeah. Because like people. sometimes people, they will, they, they know that this person don't want something casual. Right. And they'll still be like dating them, like leading them on, thinking that they're going to be. they'll gonna be like, be, oh, too fast. Yeah, like, yeah, nah. yeah. They'll be like, oh, I really wasn't looking for anything serious, but I said I was, and you could continue to date me. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of sheep out there. No, yeah, communication, that's a big thing, like truthful communication. Right, I agree. Mm-hmm. Good stuff, man, good stuff. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening to Black Boundaries Podcast. I'm Nick. I'm Terrell. We'll catch you guys later. Peace. Peace.